Okay. First episode. Okay. Take two. Take 25. Take 25. So the first episode we recorded of this, um, we recorded probably an hour of footage, and then it was completely deleted, so that was really fun. Um, and then I was fired from my job, <laughs> and I went into a deep depression, so here we are three weeks, four weeks later. It's been a month. It's been a month. This is us a month later. So, yeah, maybe like five minutes of audio was saved, but anyways. So basically on this podcast, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about some ghost stories. Um, we're going to open up an email. I have yet to put it in, but I'm going to put in the description of this episode an email where you can send your own ghost stories and we will read them and tell y'all our thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, we're also going to look at other ghost stories kind of from around the world. Um, but it's kind of, it's that, and then it's a little bit of talking about our personal lives, um, talking about us, mm-hmm. shit talking. For sure. So it's going to be a nice little combo. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Gotta shit talk. Yeah. Um, I'm probably going to have to cut out a solid amount of our shit talking. It'll more be like cathartic for us, I think. Okay. Just so we don't get sued. <laughs> well, we're not going to use real names. Yeah. And, uh, we're going to be careful. You're going to be very careful. Plus, if we got sued, at least we can say that we experienced it. Exactly. Who doesn't want to experience being sued? Right? So, I'm going to start off by kind of talking about a ghostly experience that I had. And here in the future, right now this is kind of unscripted. In the future, I'm going to script kind of my story, or you can script your story, which have, which have you. Okay. Um, if you want to talk about your stories or I can just kind of share like stories from around the world and my own personal ones yeah. and we can go from there, okay. but I want to script them so that they sound better. But right now I just kind of wanted to talk out this one situation that happened to us. Mm-hmm. Was it us like together or like, yeah, like us together. Okay. Um, and if you hear whining in the background, that's my dog, Max. He's adorable. Uh, but I wanted to talk about the ghost killer. <laughs> just kidding no um the skinwalkers skinwalkers from our trip to vegas for sure which was just absolutely horrifying what um a piece of shit time we had for my birthday oh yeah it was your birthday it was definitely my birthday <laughs> <laughs> you know i forgot they always suck but this one really just <laughs> popped the cake Mwah. loved it never forget i kind of hate that that like, we were trying so hard for you to have a fun birthday. Yeah, for sure. Because, you know, childhood Ooh. trauma, but whatever. Next year, pal. We yeah. got you next year. All we can do is keep trying. <laughs> Happy 27th. I'm, you mean 28th? I'm, I'm 27 now. I was saying, because, like, from the perspective of that birthday, after we got stranded and... Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Anyways, <laughs> so I'm going to kind of start off the story, set the scene. Mm-hmm. So, cool. we're on our way back from Vegas with a horror, it's just been, it's been kind of a shitty trip. It hasn't been all bad. It's just been like moderately shitty, I would say. It was bad. It was you think? bad. The whole time. The whole time? The whole time. I thought Meow Cat was fun. It was very fun, Um, but I... No one really prioritized going to the candy store. Hey, we went. We did go, and it was great. But, um, yeah, so that happened. And 
it was kind of a shitty trip. We went with our friend. We'll call her um, Megan. 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 I have an actual friend named Megan. Megan, if you're listening, this is not about you, obviously, since you weren't there. Um, <laughs> also, we're just like making shit up. Now. We're just making <laughs> shit up. But um, so we go to the trip. It's pretty shitty. A lot of shit happens. We're on our way back. I'm trying to keep spirits high, you know, have a fun trip back. I'm like, oh, let's go to Dairy Queen. Because you know what? I got to include this part of the story. It's important to me. Yeah, I love <laughs> I love Dairy Queen, too. So, like. I just need to set the tone before even all of this happened. Um, and Megan is the one who drives, and it's her car. Mm-hmm. And she was like, no. I was like, please? Yeah. I felt like I was talking to my mom. Yeah. <laughs> And she was like, if it's within five minutes away, then maybe we can go. And it was. And so she reluctantly let us go to the Dairy Queen. Yeah. We go through the drive-thru. She doesn't let my pal here. um, Order toast. Order toast because of the crumbs. (sighs) Yep. That that shit was upsetting. Yeah. My favorite meal is toast. It is. (laughs) So whatever. But continue. Continue continuing but um anyway so we get the dairy queen i get a nice little blizzard mm-hmm. she's like i don't know what to get and i'm like oh i'll just i'll just pay for everything because i was like oh one last fun little situation yeah. and um so she finally decides on it and then we're driving away mm-hmm. and <laughs> so we're about 10 minutes from ten fifteen, maybe mm-hmm. from the dairy queen when suddenly her check engine light comes on, her car starts shaking. Yeah. She pulls off. So she pulls off, and it's like this little mini overpass that is just like a one road going either way. Um, doesn't really go anywhere besides into the desert and like over and back onto the freeway. But it goes up, and there's like a bridge. And we pull over. I FaceTime my husband to ask him um, kind of what's wrong. I pull up the hood of her car to FaceTime and show him, like, the engine. She is sobbing in the front seat. That is an understatement. She's going crazy. She's screaming. She's Mm. slamming on the wheel. She's pounding on the wheel, pulling her hair out, her beautiful, luscious hair. And this could be anybody. Like, this could be anybody. Megan. (laughs) Megan, it could be anyone. I mean, everyone has mental breakdowns. Her feelings would be so hurt. (laughs) She heard this shit. It's fine, because it's truth. I'm not making shit up. So, yeah, the truth hurts. But um, it was hella crazy. Right? Yeah. It was, like, a scene from Psycho. That shit was insane. Yeah. I mean, I've seen some hardcore shit in my day, and even that was, like, ugh. She definitely wanted to, like, unalive herself. For sure. In that moment. Um, she later told us, like, confirmed. Like, this isn't just me, like, exaggerating. Yeah. So, she's sobbing. I'm trying to resolve it. <laughs> That's my response, is trying to fix things. Adriana's response is to shut the fuck down, freeze, yeah. put in her headphones, and watch TikToks. That's what I did. With her limited battery. <laughs> I know. I was like, I don't have much battery on my phone. I think it was like 15%. I was like, but this is this is what I gotta do. <laughs> <laughs> Those are coping mechanisms. Mm-hmm. There's this guy that stops by. He's a mechanic, but he doesn't have the parts to fix it. So we're kind of shit out of luck. I get my husband to um, drive down, like, the four-hour drive to us, and um, he's going to bring, basically, a um, 
trailer to put Megan's car on for us. But in the meantime, we have to wait around five and a half, six hours because he also had to go buy it, not buy it, rent it and pick it up and pick up his little brother from the airport. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a, a whole fucking thing. And so all we can really do in that moment is wait. And it is around, I guess it was like 5.36. It was like probably like closer to 6.30. No, it was 5.30 because we were there for a hot minute. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I'm figuring this out. Megan's on the phone with her mom. Absolutely cussing her out. Her mom's trying to give helpful solutions. She does not want to hear it. I had set... <laughs> this is petty for me to include, but I will anyway. Okay. I had set the blizzard mm-hmm. on the center console mm-hmm. because she needed both cup holders for whatever reason. Yeah. And so I was like, I, I'll just hold it, I guess. Even though I paid for the blizzards, but okay. And so <laughs> <laughs> um, I have it on the center. She freaks out, waves her arm, knocks it over all over the seat. So I start calmly cleaning it up and making eye contact with Adriana, like, what the fuck, what the fuck, what the fuck? (laughs) She doesn't even notice. That's how deep in whatever headspace she was in. Mm -hmm. She did not even acknowledge that that happened. She's freaking the fuck out. Um, We have to sit now in a car with her for many hours to come. Yeah. So I try and make best of the situation was trying to talk out our feelings about what had happened and how how she could what she could do to make her feel better because she was freaking out she was like it'll be so much money and like repairs um this is my only transportation to work my work is like an hour away it's my only transportation around like away from my shitty boyfriend mm-hmm. and i was like that's valid for right now let's focus on what we can control so we can control our reactions we can control like thinking about Okay, this is going to impact my finances. How much, we don't know. So we shouldn't worry about it for right now because we don't know how much it's going to be. She's like, no, you don't understand. It's going to be so much. So she, at one point, thought about making a run for it to the overpass and jumping. So that was fun. Mm-hmm. Anywho, we're in the car. Um, I am not having a good time, but we try and focus on what we can. And... I start um, listening to some sad... I'm like, okay, let's let's really let out our feelings if we're going to feel them. Let's listen to some sad tunes and just sing along to them. Because I thought that'll be better than screaming and talking about how much of an issue this is, you know? Yeah, for sure. Because, um, like, it was valid that she was upset, but we were all in a bad situation. And her reacting that way did not make it better. Um, so we're singing these these sad tunes. And it starts to get dark out. And we have all the windows rolled down because um, it's hot. It's really fucking hot. It's summer. Yeah. And it's like a desert. Oh, for sure. And it, it got a little chilly outside. But even if we rolled up the windows, it would have started getting like, moist, you know, because it's like for human bodies. Mm-hmm. So we keep it down. Um, it's like dark, dark now. And I can see the lights of the highway are kind of next to us, but they're below us. So they're a little farther away. So I just see the lights passing and um i thought for a second that i saw two shadows go past her window like a little farther away 
I was like, oh, it's probably just like a trigger of the light from the lights like coming from the highway. I wasn't too concerned about it. And then, um, but it did creep me out a little. And I was like, I'm not going to say shit because that'll freak her out so much more. And guess what happened? (laughs) You'll never guess. Um, But I was like, I'm going to keep this shit to myself. I turn around. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I turn around. This bitch has a blindfold on. (laughs) And she's like murmuring something about Lilith. I said, what? She said, "Uh uh-huh. What? What, guys? And I was like, well, what are you doing? And she was like, oh, I'm making a prayer to Lilith. You know, mother of demons. And (laughs) you'll never guess what happened. That really set off Megan. She started freaking the fuck out. Now, personally, I was in a state of, you did what? Because I'm not super familiar with working with demons. We're both witches, by the way. Um, I I work with different deities. So I wasn't necessarily against it. I think it just caught me off guard. Megan was very against it. Um, She was freaking out, saying that, like, she was that uh adriana here was gonna kill us all kinds of mess yeah and to be honest if i was gonna kill them i would have done it forever ago but whatever it's comforting yeah yeah i was like uh okay trying to cope with the situation and megan was you know like i said absolutely freaking out and she was like why are you doing that and adriana said well, I saw... Did you say that you saw two things circling the car? Uh, yeah, and then I did feel something uh, hiss by my window. And I was like, listen, like it was like not a snake, obviously. You can tell the difference. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, we in danger. <laughs> Do you really think that we were like in danger in that moment? Um, I To be honest, everything's always unpredictable, but I wasn't going to take any chances. I'm not going to be the final girl. In a horror movie. So, yeah. Now, these figures, do you think that they were skinwalkers or do you think they were something else? Ooh, that's hard because, um, I don't know. I can't say for sure because I kept seeing them uh, weeks later. Do you remember? Mm-hmm. Before, what was it? That going yeah, away party. S- when we were sitting also. For Dasha. And we went to go pick up that. We went to Smith's together to go pick up some food to make. It was like that potluck. Yeah. And, and we got the Yoda cake and we were eating it in the car. Yeah, like sickos. And then I saw it. I saw it again in a second. Oh, cool, cool, cool. And you didn't tell me. Well. And then you lifted up the trunk of my car, <laughs> which goes directly. Like, there's nothing blocking it from my the rest of my seats. Mm-hmm. And you just left me outside. I was putting my groceries in the house. Close the trunk! I couldn't. I, I, You know what? It's fine. She was trying to kill me. I want that on no, record. No, I felt like I, I felt like it wouldn't do anything. It was such like a public neighborhood, you know? Like, you're not that stupid of a cryptid, you know? Like, it was just observing. Okay? How far away was it? Uh, listen. Oh, it was. Do I want to know? You don't want to It was so close. I was like, damn, fool, help me with my groceries, you know? <laughs> That's how close it was. So... Real ballsy. How how close? Tell me. Like it touched your car. No, it didn't. Yeah, it did. Where? Your side. No, it didn't. It did. My window was down. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Fucking broke it. <laughs> <laughs> it touched. You're gonna.
trying to make me have a panic attack. <laughs> if it makes you feel any better. What did it look like? It looked exactly like that little crazy man I showed you. That's why I thought it was a duende. You know? Yeah. So it was like, okay. Imagine the color black as a silhouette. So like a shadow person, but like crazy wild hair. You know, like sticking. Like, okay, you've seen Thing 1 and Thing 2's hairstyle mm-hmm. on that movie? Exactly mm-hmm. like that. Okay, but they're all black. And it looks like they have like... Was I like looking at you? When it happened? No, you were looking out the other side window. You're looking like towards like the right. Like that way? Uh huh. And it like ran like past your door, touched it, and then it ran into the in front of your headlights into that bush. And I was like, cool. But then it kept circling around. And I was like, nice. Um, you know, it was tall enough. It was like, <sighs> I know they could have helped me carry that case of water in the house, but whatever. I don't know. Anyway. I'm just saying. You horrify me. I, like, either... How are you so calm? I just, I just am. Like, I've, I actually did some shadow work yesterday, and I realized how I got these abilities that I have. Impressive. So, I'll share that with you soon. Okay. But... That's terrifying. Yeah. So it was like similar to the thing that was outside of our car. It was the same thing. It was like the thing that was outside of our car. Yes. It was. Because I saw that. But this time there's just one. So one of them followed us. Or me, technically, because... You don't think it followed me? I don't know. I only saw it around my house and then I saw it at work as well. And I was like, not a vibe. Not a vibe. Um... And so I'm not really sure what it was, to be honest. Uh, do I feel like... Okay, so typically, like, for lore, especially the skinwalkers, at least told by my tribe, they, like, stalk you, okay? Mm-hmm. Which makes sense, like, why are you so obsessed with me? Mm-hmm. But they also do things to, like, mimic, you know, voices in your family and try to get you there. And, like, there's, like, the whistling that you hear. And I heard none of that. However, maybe it was just observing, you know? You think it was just, like, a curious little cat? Yeah, just, you know, just like, oh, let's let's just be creepy and just watch. And so I was like, okay, cool. But still, not a vibe. Have I seen it again since August? No. So. That's good. We should be in the clear then. I mean, I'd hope so. Who knows? It's October. So that happened. Mm-hmm. And so I started playing. You said. You said, they hate Harry Styles. Play that. <laughs> so I started playing Fine Line, baby, and Golden. Yeah. <laughs> but also, before we like even started playing that, Megan, who is also a little Native American, starts to play the opposite tribe music. Okay? Oh, yeah. You're also, just for context, Adriana is also Native. Yeah. So, okay. So, like, think about this. Navajos, skinwalkers, okay? Uh, those are our things, okay? Um, Miss Megan... Because you're Navajo. Yes, I'm Navajo. But Megan is not. She's Mohawk, okay? Um, so, she starts playing Mohawk tribal music. And I don't know if you know this, but we happen to be a very petty tribe. Um, so, do you think the skinwalkers are going to vibe with that? I don't think so. It's disrespectful. <laughs> so, I was like, good. Yeah. Just call them in. Do you all have beef with each other? You know, I can't say because I wasn't there. But, like, I have beef with everyone now. I can't imagine them not feeling the same way. Okay. 
but I don't speak for the whole. I don't speak for the whole drive, but I just know from experiences that we might be a little petty. That's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> um. Yeah. So that was that was fun, and she refused to stop playing it. Yeah. And uh, you were like, "That's gonna make it worse," and she was like, "I don't care." I was like, "Cool. Um, we can die tonight. <laughs> That's fine." Um, I've always wanted to be a snack. So that's kind of like our experiences that we've had together. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think anything else that you would want to share like on a public way that in terms of our like witchy stuff and other stuff that we've experienced. Um, so do you have like an experience that you want to share or talk about? Um, that really solidified your belief in the paranormal or maybe something that you experienced with someone else who it was like guaranteed, not just, okay. if that makes sense, because I feel like a lot of people have experiences by themselves and people will say, um, well, that could have been Chocolate or a hallucination. Like that could have been not you. Um, no, I, I got a, I actually got a really good one and it's like trigger warning. It's depressing. Um, not for me anymore because like I'm, I'm in a good place. But it is. This is how I got and developed my ability to have like prophetic dreams, um, be able to be real in tune with like tarot, like the whole medium shit. Um. So yeah, so I can do that jazz. Uh, it's taken me a while to accept it because you know I definitely don't want to have that because it's kind of annoying. Um, and not a vibe most times because it comes out when I don't want it to. <laughs> but I realized I got this when I was 12. Okay. Mm. So, mind you, I grew up Hispanic, Catholic, constantly, you know, reading the rosary in English and in Spanish. I was a good kid. And then my dad died. Okay. So, this is very important to the story because the night he died, I had a dream. And in that dream, he was there. And he said, hey, he's like, I'm just checking on you, make sure you're okay. And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. And he's like, cool. He's like, well, I got to go now. And I was like, mm, you know, a little sus. And even in my dream, I was like, uh, panicky, you know, like how you get that, like, you're going to cry. So you have that terrible pain in your throat. Yeah. So I was like, okay. And so I follow him out the door and, um, immediately like his clothes change is like all white. And I don't believe in like heaven and some shit like that, but like homeboy was going into the light mm-hmm. and his, his jogging suit um, was completely like pure white. He was going into this massive white light and he's like, he's like, Hey, he's like, you're going to be fine. He's like, but I got to go now. And I was like, um, okay. And I was like, no, don't leave. And he's like, no, I have to go. He's like, but you'll be okay. He's like, I'll always be with you. I promise. He's like, but I have to go now. And so he says goodbye and he leaves. So I wake up screaming, crying, completely covered in sweat. And I just know that's when it hit me. That's when I got all of these, like, oh, now I know. I could see things. I know when things are going to happen. Not a vibe, you know? So I immediately um, get out of bed. You know, my grandma's like, what the heck? Why are you screaming? Why are you so upset? And I was like, hey, dad's dead. And she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? You know, she's like, you know. So I hurry and call the place that he was at because he was at a friend's house. This friend is a piece of shit, by the way, uh, because they never called the paramedics or the cops, and they just let my dad lay there in the spare room dead for hours. So I know. And so I called and I was like, hey, where's my dad? Complete silence. Okay. He's not saying anything because it's, it was a suspicious way that he died. Okay. And even when we got back, like the deceased report with the autopsy, inconclusive, mm-hmm. some shady shit was going on. And so I was like, where's my dad? 
And he finally says, he's like, oh, I'm sorry, sweetie. He never woke up. Yeah. So I was like, wow. You know? Um, at that point, I blacked out. I woke up in my room. Um, I think I had passed out from, like, screaming so much. And so I was like, not a vibe. But how I know I got my gift that day is because months before, my dad kept saying, hey, I'm going to die. And I kept looking at him like, no, you're not. You know, stop doing that. You're going to make me cry. You know, stop hurting my feelings. But he kept telling me. He'd tell me, like, um, like months ago. He'd, he'd look at me. He's like, Lulu, he's like, just so you know, I'm going to die soon. And I'd be like, why are you saying that? You know? And so, I mean, he had the ability that I have now. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, think he passed it to you? Yeah. I, I, t- I totally do. Because, like, I never had anything like that before. Even as a kid, like, I didn't see anything. I was a good girl, like, a good Catholic girl. I did my rosary. I cared about academics. You know, I was like, really, I wanted to be a nurse. I was going to go to college. I had all these dreams, you know. And then he died. And then all of a sudden, I became a villain. Uh, only wore black. Strictly, you know, I was, like, completely dark side. I was like, I- I'm Darth Vader now. You know, and then I had this ability, which really, really pushed me into a dark place because I thought I was crazy. And of course, my family didn't believe me. You know, and I told them about this dream. They're like, you're crazy. You're just going through severe trauma. This is not real. You just really miss your dad. Um, you're making this up. And that's not cool because he's dead. We all hurt. You know, we're all suffering. And I was like, okay. So weeks pass. You know, he's dead. Okay. We did his burial or whatever. Um, I'm riding my bike around the neighborhood just trying to get out of this funk, this depression, and I hear him call my name. And that's when it started even worse. So he used to call me Lulu. So he's like, Lulu. And I, you know, almost like crashed and I stopped and I was like, oh my God, you know? So then he would talk to me and I would hear him call my name. Um, there's this song that he really liked and it's not popular because it's like a a Chicano band case. So it's never going to play on like, if you go to Ross it's not going to play on the radio. But somehow, everywhere I went, this song kept playing. It was him. You know, like, this song's not going to play. No one knows it. You know what I mean? So I'm like, okay, this is sus, you know? And then, um, you know, every time I got in a car and we'd drive past and I'd see, like, a guy standing on the street, it would be him. So I'd be like, oh, shit, like, he's really here. And then when I'd go to sleep, I'd dream him and he'd tell me things. He's like, hey, he's like, just tell your grandma this is, you know, like, I'm okay. He's like, stop worrying about it. He's like, I know it was really sudden and abrupt. He's like, but please look into my death. There's something more to it. So, of course, you know, I'm going to bring this up. And my mom, my grandma, everyone thinks I'm crazy. They think I'm doing it for attention. Like, hey, your dad's dead. Like, we're all mourning. Why are you being such a piece of shit? So I was like, cool, not a vibe. Um, So no one believed me. And then finally, my mom got tired and took me to some therapists. You know, they gave me medication. We went through that whole route. I don't know how many different fucking pills I had to try, but it never went away. Okay? So she got tired. So she took me to the reservation to see the medicine man. Okay? And I had not told her that I heard other voices as well. I was just telling her that I was seeing my dad because he was the one who was coming through mostly. So she took me to this medicine man, and he made me and my mother strip down butt naked. Okay? And, yeah, like, covered us in, like, char, was chanting a whole bunch of stuff, like, smacked us with a whole, like, it was like a bouquet of, like, feathers, doing some wicked-ass shit, and then we had to drink this nasty tar stuff. Um, I did not consent to this, because I did not know what was happening. How old were you? I was 12. How old was the medicine man? The medicine man was, like, obviously, he's, like, 80. Like, the dude's old. Like, he's a medicine man, okay? He's, like, an elder, you know? Okay. And then after the ritual's done, you get wrapped up. In blankets, like this traditional Navajo blankets. And I'm probably not supposed to even say this because it's like sacred, but like, you know, it's out there. Sorry. Um, but after that, could not talk to him anymore. He was gone. 
and I asked my mom and I was like, what happened? And she's like, I took him away. He needs to rest and you need to get over it. Okay. And I don't know if you know this, but uh, Native American magic is really strong. And even though I am like pretty experienced in my witchcraft, I still cannot break that barrier that well. Like I'll dream him once every three years and it's blurry, you know, still cannot break it. Don't know how I've done my research. My mom won't tell me she refuses to let that happen. Um, she didn't stop anything else. If anything, she like triggered it. So yeah, I'm still, I'm still hearing other people's, you know, voices like other dead people. I'm still having these prophetic dreams and, but she's, she's okay with that now because as long as my dad's not popping up, she's fine. So no more communication with my father. Why did she care so much about communication with your father? That seems sus with his death being sus. It is a really sus thing. You know, she's kind of like, she's a monster. Um, but she was really upset that I just couldn't stop talking about my dad, you know? Um, she's, it was just not a vibe for her. And she thought, you know, like you need to let him rest. You need to stop bugging him. And I was like, he's coming to me. I was about to say, yeah. I was like, he's coming to me. He's telling me all these things and trying to help you. Um, you've seen some of, some of it come true. Why are you treating me like I'm crazy? You know, but after she did that ritual, he was completely gone. Okay. He's completely gone. There's no, I can't communicate with him through my own vessel. I have to go to other mediums. And, you know, finding a really good, uh, trustworthy medium is hard. Yeah. Okay. But, like, eventually I have found some, you know, and they tell me, like, oh, yeah, he'll, um, and I know because they confirm things that he's done in my house. And I didn't know that was him. You know, I just thought it was, like, someone messing with me. But he likes to, he likes to hide my stuff when I need it the most because he thinks it's funny. Yeah. He was kind of, like, he liked to do pranks all the time. And I was, like, not a vibe. I was, like, not a vibe, Dad. Not a vibe. But, like, and and occasionally his song will still come on the radio. But rare, you know? The communication is very, very hard to make, and that's unfortunate. And so, so do you think that there is a point where spirits pass on and they cannot communicate with anyone? Yeah, I do. So, do you think he's kind of in an in-between space right now? I think you know, I maybe it's not more him than it is me. Maybe she like closed off that part of me to open up communication with him, if that makes sense. Uh-huh. Because I don't know. I think like spirit can go anywhere and do whatever they you know they pretty much want to an extent. And I don't think he's ever left my side. I just, I can't hear him anymore. So it's like, you're watching the TV and you can see the picture, but it's on mute. You know, you can't hear anything. So you're like, what's going on? I can look at this picture, but I I don't know what's going on. So I can't really understand what they're talking about. It's kind of like that, if that makes sense. Yeah. And so I was like, cool. And I mean, this happened like 15 years ago and I'm still trying to break that and I can't. That's insane. Yeah, uh, it is. And it's a struggle because I was like, you know, That was like, he was like my best friend, you know, yeah. and then gone. Like, I mean, he already physically died and that like destroyed me completely. And then she took it away for sure. So he was dead, dead for sure. And I was like, wow, not a vibe. So that's mm-hmm. horrific. Yeah. But then that's how I became intuitive and finally accepted this gift, I guess. And now I just do it on the regular. Apparently. do you feel like you suppress it most of the time because i know so basically adriana and i hang out a lot we hang out a lot drunk and whenever she's drunk things pop out you know um information pops up one point she called me by um my first and middle name which is exactly what my mom calls me which creeped me out because she doesn't know my middle name (laughs) um so that was horrifying and um 
do you feel like you just don't talk about it whenever you're sober or is it more like you suppress it when you're sober mentally? Um, I think it's mentally just because like, you know, growing up, my family told me I was crazy. Okay. So like, you know, uh, childhood trauma never really fully goes away. Um, so it's me just gaslighting myself, you know, hearing my family's voice, like, no, you're not hearing anything. This is like a mental health issue, you know, but it's not like I've never been diagnosed. Like I've gone and seen people and like nothing, no schizophrenia, you know what I mean? And then like, you know, obviously I have to also remember, um, that the things that I do say do come true. And I write those down and I go back in my journal. I'm like, no, you're not crazy. This actually happened. You predicted it. This is an, it, it, the outcome, you know? Do you have any examples you'd be willing to share? Okay, let me try to think at the top of my head because um, my memory is not good. I did do drugs at one point. <laughs> so, <laughs> to numb myself, okay? To numb myself. Can I see that? Oh, I actually do have one when I caught cheating. Yeah. Like, remember? That dream. Didn't you have a dream? It was like, was it your grandma? Yeah, my grandma passed away. Okay. Yeah. So, she passed away and she was, oof, she was not a vibe, okay? But she came in my dream, and, you know, it was just, like, the, my old childhood kitchen table. I saw her. She was, like, healthy or whatever. And she looks at me, and she's, like, look at his phone. And I am, like, what? You know, because I just, like, moved in with this guy. You know, I thought yeah. it was a healthy relationship. I was, like, oh, awesome. I don't have to check his phone. Like, previous partners, I trust him completely. Go to sleep. I have this dream. She comes up, and she's, like, look at his phone. And I was, like, what? Why? She's, like, he's doing something he's not supposed to. Look at his phone. And so I wake up immediately after that dream go for his phone and this dude's dead asleep he reaches it and pulls it back under his pillow like he's you know he knows he's you, you know he's red flag he's what not doing the fuck yeah and so i shake him awake i was like oh hell no give me that phone he's like no and i was like so you know obviously like hey homeboy cheating okay or there's something on there he doesn't want me to see i finally get a hold of the phone okay and i'm sitting on top of him and i'm going through this and he is literally like sexting doing romantic text with his cousin with his cousin and i was like god, god damn. i'm still not over that what a piece of shit yeah and then i was like oh my god and you know what upset me more is that he texted his cousin more than me and i was like dude come on you know i was like whatever whatever i was like ah, not a vibe so i was like cool cool and so yeah and then by the way i'm gonna cut out his name and put a fake name um so if you hear me suddenly do a voiceover that's why okay craig yeah <laughs> craig, craig. Um, but, yeah for sure um so that happened and i was like cool thank you <sighs> awesome um so then yeah she looked out for me and said hey he's cheating and i was like thank you thank you <laughs> You know, you were, like, kind of a piece of shit when you were alive, but thank you for letting me know that he was cheating on me. I wonder if that made you happy. <laughs> so, yeah. That is horrible. Some crazy shit, for sure. Seriously. I know that on the day, I don't know if I want to get into me being fired from previous job because honestly, de- like, genuinely, it was, like, traumatic. <laughs> yeah. It was traumatic. It was a tough time for But you. the morning that it happened, I had just had, like, this pit in my stomach. And I was like, maybe your meds are acting up. Like, just chill, dude. Like, you're being anxious for no reason. This will blow over. Because I had, like, a mini, like, um, I guess, confrontation with mm-hmm. the supervisor. But I was like, eh, it's not that big of a deal. You explained yourself. She seemed to be cool with it. Just move on. But it just would not go away. 
Mm-hmm. And you experienced the same thing that morning, right? Yeah. So a funny thing is, like, I usually, if I, I get, like, a really gut-wrenching feeling in the pit of my stomach, like something bad's going to happen, and it's not always about me. It's always about somebody else. So every time I get that feeling, I'm like, oh, shit, is this about me, or is one of my friends going to get, like, sauced up? Mm-hmm. And so I did have that feeling that morning, and so, like, I told you about it, too. Yeah. And I was like, hey, I was like, ooh, something, something weird's not right. Um, and it was not, because you got fired. <laughs> And I texted you, and you thought that I had, <laughs> it was like I had A typo. The typo, you. yeah. Because <laughs> I was like, what the hell would they fire Emma over? You know, like, why would they fire you? Yeah, it didn't I was like, sense. so I thought you were, like, just, be like, a typo. And I was like, okay, well, whatever. And I was, like, trying to get a hold of you. Like, what the hell's going on? Nothing, you know? And then finally I got fired for feeding a cat. Feeding a cat, man. Wow. <sighs> but it's fine. It's yeah. fine. I'm fine. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay anyways um so that's kind of an overview of who who we are i know that adriana talked about her witchiness a little bit more um just kind of a brief overview for me i am still pretty new to the craft i'm not super educated on a lot of things so i do go to adriana for a majority of it um i work with right now mostly aphrodite um and basic spell work I'm working on my shadow work and meditation to try and build that up. But um, I am definitely not as advanced as Adriana is. And um, so, yeah, we're, we're basically this podcast is going to be us two as witches talking shit and talking about ghosts, paranormal, um, witchy stuff. So if you guys are into that. Um, ooh, ooh, yeah, that was a dramatic ending it's so eerie right? <laughs> i don't know if you guys heard that there's giant thunderclaps raining pretty hard outside yeah um <laughs> but if you're into that please subscribe to the podcast um if we do get social media i will edit it so that this has it for right now i think i'm just going to open up an email for people to submit their ghost stories and i'll read them and we'll both react to them for now if anyone even listens to this for sure. Um, <laughs> like, juicy gossip, too. We'll talk about it. Yeah, if you um, like parasocial social relationships, this is the podcast for you. Yeah. Um, we're going to talk about all the tea in our lives. Um, if anyone from my life knows me and is listening to this, don't. Yeah. Simple step, don't. Also, don't talk to me about it, because I will deny it. I will also deny it. I will <laughs> I say, this is not me. I don't do a podcast. You yeah. are hallucinating. I will gaslight everybody. Yeah. We That's are going to be anonymous, mostly, with this, so... Sure, sure, yeah. Fun stuff, fun stuff. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week.